2: You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series.
1: To link your Mamma Mia! subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia! Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamma
2: Outlouders, over these Easter public holidays, we're not releasing regular episodes of Mamma Mia Out Loud. We are actually having a little lie down. But we wanted to share some of our favourite subscriber exclusive episodes with you as a treat for Easter Friday and Easter Monday. We release subscriber exclusives every Tuesday and Thursday and you can catch up with all of them. There are over a 100 of them right now via the link in our show notes. So first of all, I hope you enjoy this one.
1: We were chatting in our production meeting with producer Emma and she said she'd seen a few things lately floating around on social about something called schema therapy or schemers. Have either of you heard of that before?
0: No, I think of a schema as like a scammer, like Anna Delvey.
1: Okay, well, it's S-C-H-E-M-A, so Uh. it's a little different. What does that mean again? I have been banging on about schema therapy for a few years because I started seeing a psychologist who did it and I've done a bit of research. My twin sister has a degree in psychology and she will say that schema therapy is the new sort of in vogue therapy, right? So Mm. for a while it was cognitive behavioural therapy. CBT, I've had that. CBT, me too. Which broadly the idea is that you go in and you have someone really challenge a lot of your ideas and your perceptions of the world and and it's really useful and a lot of people still and do it's it. It's about
0: changing the way you think about things. Yeah. So if you're scared of public speaking, yeah. It's like what's the thought that comes into your head? Oh, what if I can't think of anything yes. to say? Okay, well then what will happen? Here or how is a about you thought instead, what if you got up and you were brilliant?
1: Yeah. And yeah. so it's
0: about intercepting yeah negative thoughts that take you down into a spiral and cause you to feel unpleasant things
1: yes okay. and because That's everyone's CBT. mental health issues are very different and we're learning more psychology is obviously a science-based practice that is informed by incredible research it's always changing for some people CBT is still great i've been doing this schema therapy stuff schema therapy i'm going to try and explain what it is from someone who is not at all a professional it is about The moment-to-moment emotional states and coping responses that we all experience. So when all of us are in a state of doing something uncomfortable, let's say the three of us get dumped, right? Mm -hmm. We will all have very different responses to it and it will trigger very different things within us that will then determine a pattern of behaviour that will either be useful or extremely not useful and could lead to behaviours that are going to have very, very bad outcomes. So basically this has been triggered by life situations, genes. Many of these schemas lead us to overreact. You know how sometimes you'll be with someone and they'll overreact to a situation and mm. it's clearly triggered something within yeah. them that you're like, I'm not getting this, Yeah, something's going on for you, you're I, I something. I once had a
0: therapist that used to say, what's going on for you right now, Pet? Yes,
1: yes. And that was her way of saying
0: you've just had a reaction that doesn't seem connected directly to this thing that we're talking about. Exactly. Yeah.
1: I think overall there's something like 18 schemers and I'll explain a few examples in a second. But if you are someone who is really struggling with their mental health, you might have 14 of them, right? My psychologist has said I've got two that really stand out and he explains them as sort of like having a back injury that flares up, mm. that when you do something or when you face something, like if I were to metaphorically run a marathon, my back would get a bit like it would start to twinge and that's your thing that you've just got to be aware of. Uh-huh. And Is that your schema? And that's my schema, right? And the other metaphor he used which I thought was brilliant was it's like code, Your brain codes and is always working out. So, for example, a bad life experience happens and the three of us try to work out why it happens Mm -hmm. and we come up with very different answers. A schema is like the first line of code being 2 plus 2 equals 10. The rest of your working out can be completely logical, but that premise was Oh, I see. It's a glitch in the system. It's a glitch in the system. So let's work out what's going on with this glitch in the system and what we're going to get to is a better, more healthy pattern of behaviour. So it's not about trauma or looking back or blaming parents or anything. So is it like your lens through which you look at yes, the world? Yes. Good things and bad things? It's where the dysfunction is. Okay. I saw him recently because of obviously some anxieties I've been feeling around. As someone who's had anxiety and depression, I'm going, okay, I'm pregnant. This is a very vulnerable time. Mm. Let's get on this. Let's Good for you. Go and mm. chat to him. And I told him some of my fears and what I'd been thinking about and he said if I was on a game show and it was a million-dollar question about how Jessie will react to pregnancy and what her fears would be and how her thoughts would develop, schemas basically – give me a blueprint for exactly how you're feeling like I could have guessed it I could have written three pages of Jessie will be scared about this this and this she thinks this is going to happen it makes you very predictable and do you find that reassuring like you like the idea that there is a guide kind of yes and that I can see something going on in my head which feels so real and so natural and so yeah obvious and then I go oh hang on I know what's happening. It's blah.
0: So is the idea to just learn what your schemas are, I imagine that's the first thing, right, yep. to identify them, and is the second part to dismantle them or to you dismantle can't them, dismantle them? You're
1: not going to eradicate them altogether. They're going to be your things that come up. It's acknowledging that they're there and basically... Can you give us some examples of them? ...having strategies. So he said, I've got these two, which are relatively common, and this sounds obvious but it, it gets interesting. Number one is this fear of failing. At something. So failing professionally, failing at birth, failing at writing a book. Yes, exactly right. And then you've got these things that uphold it. So he said it's sort of unrelenting high standards for things. And I think that if I let those high standards drop, the failure will happen. Everyone will realise that I'm a big failure. Mm -hmm. So it's very different to something like imposter syndrome, but it's sort of related. And he said, and this is kind of a related schema that it's about something that a lot of people experience where they believe they have insufficient self-control. So at the core of the belief is me believing that if I didn't have unrelenting high standards, I would lay in bed for Mm. the rest of my life and die a skeleton. I believe I'm so lazy Mm. and like unmotivated and pathetic and like, Mm. and it's weird because I think my mum has this as well. It's this core belief that you're lazy so in order to combat that, you're like, I need unrelenting high standards, which then become very toxic and dysfunctional in other wow. ways. And it's related to this other one, which is really specific. And it was triggered last year with the leg thing. But basically it's called vulnerability to harm and it's a fear of illness, death and weakness. It is a core belief that you are weaker than everyone else. And he had a really good insight about childbirth where it was sort of like, you think you're going to die. Like you think you're oh, not wow. strong enough. So everyone says, well, Holly did it, Maya did yeah. it. And I go, oh, I'm not but as strong. But I can't. I can't because I'm really the weak. The pain will kill me. Yeah, because <gasps> I am weaker and I like oh. have this vulnerability to harm mm. that other people don't have. And so, of course, those two things when you're faced with pregnancy and newborn. Oh, wow. Could those schemas come any more to the surface? And his thing is like, so we have this whole conversation and then at the end of the session I go, really good, I completely know what you're saying. And you know what? Childbirth is actually, it's it's like exposure therapy because it's going to help fix my schemas because I'm going to face it and it's going to be hard but I'm going to realise and mm. he goes, that's your unrelenting high standards. <laughs> 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 yeah. exactly. It's just back. You're but.
2: like, I'm going to beat my schema. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm not just going to do childbirth. I'm going to do childbirth better than anyone has ever done child. And I'm going to fix my I'm schema gonna fix at my, the same time. <laughs> and he's like,
0: ugh. So there's 18. There's 18. So how is schema therapy different to other forms of therapy?
1: I think that it's more, and you can kind of get to the bottom of it, and he knows a bit of my family history and stuff. I have heard this frustration from a lot of people who are suffering with current mental distress. So, for example, they cannot get on a plane or they're having a really big relationship issue mm-hmm. and they go and see a psychologist and the psychologist wants to talk about their relationship with their mum and they go, I'm happy to get there eventually, mm-hmm. but I've spent a lot of money seeing a psychologist because I'm currently in distress. Sounds
2: solutions-focused.
1: Yes, and the solution doesn't lie with your flawed mother. The solution, as always, lies with you and your own behaviour and that's the thing that we can control. Oh, I like that. Which makes you feel a lot better, I think.
0: Well, a lot more empowered because short of a time machine, you can't go back and change the way you were parented. No. Or change things that happened to you in your childhood. You can't change those things. but yeah. You can change the way that you look at the world and things that happen to you now.
1: With an awareness of how
0: that's affected you.
1: Broken, and this is also something I really like, is that it's not about diagnosis. It's not about, you know, I've had psychologists before say generalised anxiety disorder or whatever. Actually not not especially useful for me. What I need. Especially
0: the generalised part. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's not about working out what you've got and Mm. all of that. It's helping you in some parts and it's dysfunctional in others. So how do we address the distress or whatever? So I think if people have had trouble with therapy in the past, then looking into this as a potential approach could be very useful. I have a question about the actual schemas.
0: Can you do a quiz or is it something yeah. that a therapist has to talk to you for a number of sessions and then...
1: I just remembered this, that early on I did a very, very long questionnaire that was one of those ones that sort of like... Do you feel like this?
0: With this therapist.
1: I think I did it actually outside of the session and then he looked at it and it was. But he told you to do it. I don't yes, mean you just yes. I didn't do it online or quiz. anything. Right. But it's sort of like is this a core belief? So with things like anxiety, depression, you'll get a question that's like do you secretly believe you're smarter than everyone else? And you're kind of like, oh. Can anyone, <laughs> can anyone see days. my answer? <laughs> Some <laughs> days I think that everyone <laughs> is an idiot. <laughs> So it's interesting to look into, though, and I think we'll be seeing more and more about it.
0: Did you go to this guy because you wanted to do this kind of therapy or you, he suggested it once he you He suggested were, it.
1: I had no idea.
0: Are there specialised schema therapists?
1: My friends who are in therapy right now, almost all of them are doing schema <gasps> therapy. So it's a real
0: thing. So into it. I'm yeah. doing a different kind of therapy at the moment. I did Jungian before, yeah. which is very childhood-based and dreams and stuff, and I just always she always wanted to hear my dreams and I just would always feel too embarrassed. <laughs> And so I would always pretend I couldn't remember them. Now I'm doing a type of therapy that's good for processing trauma that's called EMDR, EMDR? which I think you've also done, yeah. Jesse, where you look at lights. Yes. And it's about rapid eye movement and something about the left side of the brain and the right side of the brain. And you have to think about this traumatic thing that happened while your eyes are following these lights in this thing. Like, not everyone can do it. You have to be trained, the practitioner has to be trained. But it's all about the idea that for some people, if you're having trouble and you're sort of coming back and back to something that's happened to you, trauma is often not processed through the part of the brain that processes other things. I kind of think about it like that movie, Is It Inside Out? Mm. Where they have all the emotions and those little marbles. And
2: they're trying to carry them and put them in the right places. These are Riley's
1: memories and they're mostly happy, you'll notice, not to brag.
2: But the really important ones are over a year. I don't want to get too
0: technical, but these are called core memories. All your memories and your experiences, they get filed away, you know, over in the warehouse. Trauma, not for everybody, but for some people, get stuck.
1: Almost in the short-term like memory, so it feels yeah, like a exactly current, right. ongoing
0: threat. And they're rolling around, yeah. and that's why people who have post-traumatic stress disorder will often have flashbacks and be triggered and all of those things, because that original memory of the trauma was not processed properly. So this is about trying to get it processed and sent off to the warehouse.
1: And it sounds so so woo-woo and silly and people are like, oh, is that an alternative therapy? No. And it's not. My
0: therapist is not alternative. It's
1: scientific-based and it's- new and there yeah. is really good evidence that yeah, it works. There I have a question that you might not know the answer to, but if you've reached out
2: for mental health help because you are, as you say, have got a current issue and you go and you get a mental health plan from your GP, do you get to choose? Do you go, I want to do schema, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do that and get it on your mental health plan?
0: Yeah. As long as they're registered with Medicare, the practitioner. Yep. So if it's someone who's just going to wave a crystal around your head or something... They're not registered, but as long as they're registered as a certified practitioner, mental health practitioner, the type of therapy that they do is kind of irrelevant. Yeah, you you'll still
1: get the rebate, yeah. but the thing to look out for is prohibitive cost because there are some psychologists mm. that are really, really expensive mm. and there are some that are more affordable. Mine is within a GP. And so I think that makes it a little bit more accessible. Although there is a gap every time, and that means that there are a lot of people who can't afford.
2: Oh yeah. ten and sessions, and it's very yeah. often
1: you get your ten sessions.
2: It's not always easy to find the right person for you, and then you're yes. twisting sessions like.
0: But persevere. Ask friends. My best therapist yes. recommendations have come from friends. In fact, it was funny. I just got a text from a girlfriend right now before we walked in. To say she just had her first session with a therapist that I'd recommended to her and uh, she loved it.
1: And loved you it. can read, I'm annoyed I didn't do this for a while, because sometimes your GP that's prescribing it will go, oh, I'll just see this person down the road. Really read what they specialise in mm. because sometimes you'll read it and you go, I didn't even know that was something you can specialise in but that's me. Like I mm. I really relate to that. There are people who specialise in postnatal depression or
0: trauma, trauma or, or body image yeah, or and, various things. yeah. And
1: also have a think about. um
0: Or anxiety or depression. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Some people feel a lot more comfortable speaking to a woman or a lot more comfortable speaking to a man and certain ages can be. I've never had
2: a male therapist but I kind of would like to try one. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's really good thanks
2: for listening to this subscriber episode please tell us what you thought. From royal deep dives to recaps of your favourite shows to some, you know, a bit more personal stories and also some real analysis of celeb culture that just we're obsessed with and we're not sure everybody is. We cover so much goodness just for our subscribers so thank you for being one if you are one and if you want to become a subscriber and get access to all that juicy content, you can do that they drop twice a week and you can become a Mamma Mia subscriber via the link in our show notes.